Listener Production. Today on Footy Talk, Jay-Z joins me and we dissect last night's semi-final win. What does it mean for Melbourne and how far can the Blues go? And we'll also preview tonight's second semi-final between the Giants and the Power. That's all to come on Footy Talk. Are you listening to Footy Talk on this Saturday morning, the day after the Blues are in a preliminary final? Jay-Z Clark joins me. Jay-Z... What a semi-final! How good was how good is footy? How good was that? I don't still don't know how Carlton won that game, but they are going to the Gabba next week to take on the Brisbane Lions in a preliminary final. Oh, absolutely extraordinary! I still I'm still emotional, Joey. I get emotional. I still got goosebumps about the result last night for both clubs. I, sometimes I can get overly excited, and and you bring me back to earth and you ground me and you're important in that, but. Am I right in saying that was one of the great finals last night? Yeah, it was. Of the past 10 years, can you think of a better final than that? Like on the Luke Ball game where he kicks that. that, oh, that there's probably been a lot of good finals in the last mate, 10 years, so you probably are jumping the gun. It, was, it a was a great game. Ball terror. It was that good. And the moments, we were just running through some big ones then. Like, I don't know, where do you want to start? I feel for a kid, right? And we'll get to Simon Goodwin, the non-subuse call, all that. But Judd McVie, the non-body spoil, right? Blake, um, Sam, D- Sam Ollie Doc- Hollins takes the mark in yes. the middle, kicks so, the Doherty. So let's go to it. Viney, the turnover, bad right? kick, slaps it on the slaps the Sharon on the foot, right? Turnover. That, in a nutshell, is is Melbourne's biggest problem. We maybe get to that because we talk about Petrarca and Oliver and how good they are, but the execution lets them down, yep. right? Turnover, and then what did you see over the, over that? So Doherty's on the wing, keeps his shape. Doesn't he? They keep the shape. McVee cl- closes in. What did you see? Well, I mean, he didn't take the body. He tried to get a hand to it. He just missed and allowed Doherty to play on. And then Blake Akers but standing in the goal square because if you watch it back, Carlton needed a goal. So yeah. when that ball got kicked to the wing, a yes. couple of blues stayed forward yes. of the play, which is what you had to do. Yep. You might as well lose by two goals, but try and win the game. So Blake Akers just hung forward. Yep. So when the turnover came, he was on his own. Yep. Bailey Fritch was back there as the spare defender, couldn't get in the way and intercepted, and the Blues hit the front with a minute to go. Amazing. It, it was an extraordinary moment. I was up in the media box. I looked around, and the joint was just going off its head. Carlton supporters were losing their minds, and it was such a, a beautiful thing. Um yeah, such a beautiful thing about our game. hundred, Nearly the best part of 100,000 people there. Incredible conditions. Who were the Carlton people for you, right? And the Michael Voss story is unbelievable. Mm. Who, who, who for you last night when it counted for Carlton stood up? Who, who made himself a, a September hero for the Carlton Football Club? Well, I was glad to see Paddy Cripps just yep. have his moment, but Sam Walsh announced himself <laughs> as a as a superstar. And we already knew that, but to step up like he did well, we in a question- final. We but- were questioning him. Off the back. This earlier in the season, he got questioned. Mm. He wasn't having the impact. And when he kicked the goal, licked his finger. <laughs> did you see nah, that? Did oh, he? What right. did he do? His first goal, right? And then he licked his finger and put it in the book to the Carlton fans. Just like did the little, you know, put it on the board sort of thing. Oh, I absolutely loved it. What about Tommy De Koning? But all of it, I thought, again, that the whole beauty for the Blues now, it was an even team performance. Yeah. There wasn't one individual that was best on ground. They all just played their role. They all stepped up when they had their moments. They all took their opportunities. And it's just been a hallmark of them the back half of the year. Yeah. Some of the names that, you know, you, you wouldn't, as you said, you could walk down the street and you wouldn't know who they are, but yeah. they have just, they've been enormous and... 
That's that's the Blues. And Melbourne are going to rue again missed opportunities in front of goal. Max Gorn, as great as he is, and we've lauded him, had two golden opportunities either side of three-quarter time to either put them 11 points up just before three-quarter time, yeah. a chance early in the fourth quarter. Bailey Fritch and Cosy Pickett missed goals again like they did last week, and they just squandered opportunities. They looked home for me. Nine points up. They yep. had all the play. They, they would just look like they were going to win. Yeah. But typical Melbourne, they just couldn't put – Carlton away, and the Blues kicked the last couple of goals and just found a way to get it done. Cozzy Pickett, I want to ask you about Cozzy Pickett. To me, he is the one player in the competition whose gap between his best and worst is the biggest. He, like, I'm not, I don't want to say he's at, you know, the Gary Ablett moment or whatever, but his first half, he was, I think, three of his first four possessions were turnovers. He, he could have absolutely iced that for Melbourne. I know he sprung the life in, in the second half, but I thought once he took out Cripps, and he'll get a match for that, Joey, yep. he seemed rattled to me. And am I being harsh in thinking about his, his upside all the time and him becoming the player and the absolute superstar that we want him to be? Yeah. Am I being harsh? Um, it's a fascinating one because you do watch him and you think how much upside he's got. Like He's got the capability to be – the best player in the ground. And at times last night, he looked like he was going to be. He looked threatening. He looked damaging, but just doesn't quite get it done. Mm. Um, but he, I thought he was pretty good. I thought yeah. it was a good move to play him out of the goal square. Yeah. He looked dangerous. Uh, looked it up. gave them a chance. But, again, he missed some opportunities, as did some others. But um, what does it mean for Melbourne? Oh, that's now Great four question. finals in yeah. a row they've lost. Straight yeah. sets. Two years in a row. It's fascinating because you can yep. think about it and go, if one or two of those kicks goes through the goals, they're in a preliminary final. Yep. And it's a different conversation. <laughs> now we look and go, do they need to look at how they play, how they play on offense, what yep. they do, yep. what their structure and forward of the ball looks like? It's a fine line, isn't it? Personnel cost them, right? Because you think how they could have had Jake Melksham. They would have loved Luke Jackson out there, right? And then Tommy McDonald plays coming off four months break. They didn't have the – Quality ahead of the ball. They would have loved Harrison Petty. Any target forward, basically. Tommy McDonald's had the two worst final series I think I've ever seen. Like the poor, the poor fella just couldn't get near it. Right. So how deep do they go? How far do they peel back? I reckon they've got to review and assess this as forensically as anything. I spoke to Jake Lever in the rooms after the game, and the question is: You won the flag in 2021, right? And every every team in the competition said. How are we going to contain the power and boo into this midfield? Look at the Great Wall of China in the back half. They got Cozzy Pickett forward. They're set up to, for a premiership dynasty, and then they lose their next four finals, right? So did they get complacent? Were their bellies full? Were they ruthless enough? I know they were undisciplined last night, but is, has this football club, is it in danger of wasting this generational opportunity that it has got? Now, and the, do you know what Jake Lever said? He said, well, we've got to ask ourselves whether we thought it had come too easy. And that, I think, is going to be some uncomfortable some uncomfortable questions over the next couple of weeks. What do you think? Um, I think it's quite dramatic because we're talking again <laughs> that they could have easily have won last yep. night and be in a preliminary final. Yep. And it's not a conversation about their bellies are full, are they yep. complacent, are they? It's Sometimes you've just got to take your chances and they haven't been able to do it. But it's a common theme now. So what is taking your chances? And if it's if it's consistently not taking your chances, what can you do about it? That's the hard part. Because Simon Goulburn, how many times have we heard him in a press conference, we just didn't take our chance in front of goal. Mm. We didn't take our chances going inside 50. Mm. 
Is that all it is? <laughs> or is there more to it? It's it's going to be interesting to see how they review this offseason. Melbourne fans have watched this movie so many times before. They get the ball forward. They, they can't execute. They don't capitalise in the moment. So I think, I wonder, and Melbourne fans were saying this 12 months ago, did they need a second Ruckman or just did they need a key, another key forward? You know, is can, what can they do to that list? You know, and Harrison Petty, Jacob Van Ruyen, they got J- Jefferson, I think he's playing VFL in defence. Like, well, how can they bolster that second half? Do they need playmakers? But you've answered your question. Harrison Petty showed that he was going to be he's a it? good forward. Yeah. You know, um, Jake Melksham was important for them. They've got Fritch. They've got Cozzy Pickett. They've got Van Royen coming along. They're probably going to get Shane McAdam. So, look, they'll be okay, but let's get back to the Blues because it's about yes. the Blues. Just a quick word before we take a break. How far can they go? Can they continue this momentum and this wave and try and find a way to upset Brisbane at the Gabba, the juggernaut that is Brisbane, or is this probably the point where it's been a great ride but it's going to be a tough ask? Brisbane are going to be the team to beat. They start favourite, but I think Carlton go in hungry and excited and they ride ride this wave of momentum. Michael Voss is going to get them arm in arm before they run out to the ground and go, boys, what, look, you know, why not us? Let, let's keep going. Cont- you said it, Joey. Contest and defense. They've also got the best forward in the game in, in um, Charlie Kernow. That's why at the start of the season, we said this is Carlton's year. And then um, they recovered from their, their stumbling start. It's been the story of the season, to be honest, this Carlton comeback. And it, it has been incredible. You take your hat off to Michael Voss because the blowtorch was on him, turned up to 10 mid-season. They went into that game against Gold Coast at the MCG, and they won. And they, he's got them in the palm of their hand, his hands at the yeah, moment. and credit to the players for sticking with him as well. They, they could have easily have thought, oh, Please. he's Voss the right player. What, what's, they, they stuck fat. They all stuck fat as a club. So well done to them, and they are into a preliminary final. My God, how good is it going to be? And just for a minute, you start thinking, imagine yep. a Collingwood-Carlton grand final. I know it's a bit far ahead, but... My word, would the town go nuts? Hey, we'll take our first yes. break. We're going to have a quick look at the other preliminary final and just some other news to come yeah. out of the weekend. But this is Footy Talk. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please hit the like button and leave us a review. You're listening to Footy Talk with Jay-Z Clark. Jay, let's take a look at the other prelim, the Tonight Giants head up to the Adelaide mm. Oval. Mm. I'm I'm loving what the Giants are doing. Yep. They've won 10 of their last 12. Their game is in great shape. Probably the best shape of any team still left in the finals. Mm. They've got superstars. They've got role players. They've got confidence. Can they continue the role and go over to Adelaide and knock off Port Adelaide tonight? I'm, pick, I'm, I'm with you, but I'm picking the power still at home. I think they're a better team, aren't they, uh, Port Adelaide? I think they're, um, you know, it's going to be fascinating in the midfield because they've got superstars on both ends of the um, – in, in both colours of the jumpers, I think Port Adelaide at home, it's going to be close again, maybe less than 10 points. The way Cal, Josh Kelly's in the best form of his career, I yeah. reckon. You know what, what? How many millions Superstar. of dollars did they pay him? One, 1.2 times eight. Like, it was a massive contract. He's playing like it. Whitfield off half back. The tsunami's going to be fascinating, right? So, and and Bedford and Daniels, I don't know, they might be two of the most underrated players in the competition. How do you think of players? Yeah, that? I'm not convinced Port Adelaide are a better team. Oh, I think yeah. this Giants side uh, are a better team and yeah. they're playing better footy. The only issue is going to be the home ground advantage yep. to Port Adelaide. They've gone five and five in their last 10 games. Port Adelaide, um, Giants have won 10 of their last 12. Mm. They are flying. I think they get it done, the Giants. I really do. If they bring yeah. their game, I think they can outrun Port Adelaide. I don't think they've got matchups. 
in Port Adelaide's defensive half to contain Toby Green yep. and Jesse Hogan and, and Daniels and Bedford. I, I can't see the matchups, and they really struggle, Port Adelaide, defensively. So if the Giants can break even in the midfield, then yep. that's going to be the key. Port Adelaide's best chance, of course, is going to be the, the midfield winning that and getting the game in their forward half. If Giants can break even, I think they win. So does, is GWS a better chance of troubling Collingwood? Yeah, I reckon they are. I think Collingwood would... They'd lick their lips against Port Adelaide at the MCG. Mm-hmm. I reckon if the Giants knock them over, they'd be a little bit nervous about what the Giants are capable of. But still, we'll play that one out. We'll see how we go. I know there's plenty of news. Cosy Pickett, you said, we'll get a week yeah, for that bump. I think he gets one match. It's the second time he's done it. Remember, he, yeah. he speared. He's got a um, bit of a floor. He, he jumps off the ground. He tries to knock blokes' heads off. He got Bailey Smith. And uh, Patrick Cripps wasn't he- happy. He he. He went up to the umpire afterwards and said, look at my nose, it's bleeding when he come off the ground. So that remonstration never goes in the players' Saturday, favor. Carlton, Brisbane, next Saturday. Yeah. What time is that going to be? Michael Voss last night said they would definitely play on the Saturday. So they've obviously got word from the AFL. There was some talk, some swirling speculation yesterday. The AFL uh, might flip it. Uh, I think broadly the clubs are expecting Collingwood Friday night, Brisbane, Carlton on the Saturday twilight, um, which will be uh, absolute blockbuster preliminary final weekend. And you catch up with your Saints every preliminary final weekend, you tight knit group. Yes, we are. You'll be looking forward to Next that. Next Friday, we're going to have a catch up. Hey, what is going to be the headline to come out of this weekend? What's um, it going to be Monday morning? What are we all going to be talking about? Yes, that's a great question, Joey. I think uh, I think it's going to be a, a Collingwood um, Brisbane grand final. I think they're in the box seat. Um, I think it proceeds from here along along those lines. It's going to be a reignition of those famous grand finals from uh, 20 years ago. So I think that is where we are headed in the premiership. Decide what you got. I think the story will be Michael Voss heading back to Brisbane. Yes. The Carlton coach going yes. up against his old side, the yes. side that sacked him as a coach. Yep. The Brisbane legend yep. going back there in a prelim to get to a grand final. That's going to be the storyline of the week. You know, he, you know what he said in the press conference about that? No, what did he say? He said, I'll be going there as a Carlton person. Ooh, boy, oh in boy. the scene. Very good. Hey, well done, Jay-Z. Appreciate yep. your time. Enjoy your weekend. Hope you enjoyed today's edition of Footy Talk. And we'll be back to wrap up tonight's game tomorrow on Footy Talk. Listener.